You're listening to another life-transforming message from Awakened Church with campuses in San Diego and Salt Lake City. To find out more about us, go to awakenedchurch.com. I actually have something all prepared, but you know what? The darndest thing, I'm sitting there during worship, and I'm like, I'm like, the only thing I could think about is something else I feel like God's telling me right then, and, and, but, but he gave me a way to tie it in, so it's okay, so I'm really, so that's great. Okay, is, is uh, Tegan Arnold still here? Are you here, Tegan? Sh- okay, Tegan's still, Tegan, this, this is a, Tegan, how old are you? 10? 10? All right, Tegan's sent up here, and I was just really impressed because she was up here standing next to me, and it was like wrecking me emotionally because she's like raising her arms the whole service uh, while we're singing. We're praying over people. She's laying her hands on people. Tegan, I got to stand away from you because I'm getting emotional again, <laughs> but it's just so good, and uh, you know, I didn't grow up in a church like this. I didn't grow up in a church filled with power. I didn't grow up in a church where I thought everything was possible, where I knew that God wanted so much goodness for me that anything was, was possible, that uh, I always ended my prayers before with like in, you know, good old Baptist church, like, you know, God, you know, pray for whatever. You can pray for your career. You can pray for like, you know, cancer, because that's a big thing. And you can pray for like, you know, maybe who you're supposed to marry. And that was kind of like the top three on the list. And after that, it kind of felt like all those prayers always had to end with, and God, if it's your will, let it be done. You know, and I, and I was, and, and, it, and to me, that was like a poverty prayer mentality. Now, we talk about poverty, uh, a poverty mindset in, around money a lot of times, okay? But uh, I think of it also as like it applies to prayer too, because when you end your prayer with, if God, if, if it's your will, in, in a sense of like, hey, I'm going to back off a little bit here because I'm not really sure if... I'm not sure if it is your will, and I don't want to try to put too much on you, God. So I'm going to just go like, if it's your will, then let's, you know, then let's maybe, maybe you'll do it, but maybe you won't. You know, I don't know. Whatever happens is going to happen because that's your will, God. Okay, and, you know, we don't see any, that's nothing, I don't even think that's in the Bible, really. You know, what we read in the, uh, uh, Jesus told us to pray, um, you know, God, uh, uh, if it's your will, no, thy will be done. And then we stop there. Like my old church, we would stop there. Thy will be done, and that's it. And then, uh, but then it says, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And that's the thing that we don't always remember is on earth as it is in heaven. Like, you know, Jesus didn't like put a, put a period there. He's like, on earth as it is in heaven. Well, what's heaven like? Okay, that's what Jesus is saying that we're supposed to pray. So what heaven is like, that's what we're supposed to bring down onto earth. So on heaven as, uh, on earth as it is in heaven. So that's uh, uh, what I, so what I loved about seeing Tegan sitting here or standing here worshiping and praying over people is like my kids are being raised in a church where they're allowed to, to, to keep that childlike faith that anything is possible. Like, you don't, when you're a kid, you, all you think about is anything is possible. But as you get to be an adult, you know, so many people over your lives have told you, well, well, first of all, as parents, you tell your kids no like 10 million times, right? By the time they're five, probably. But, you know, right? Like, you're just saying no, no, no. Kids think anything is possible. The parents kind of have to put some boundaries. And somewhere along the way, you know, the culture, society, you know, education, you know, they'll try to put more boundaries on you to think that things are not possible. Okay, so the title of my message today is uh, Uncommon Prayer. Okay, and I want to uh, I want to uh, start by honoring it with uh, Pastor Michael and some of the mighty men in this church. I started going to men's prayer because Pastor Michael said, "Hey, that's the number one place that accelerated my growth." And, and, and I'm like, "Well, I want to accelerate my growth." 
So this is what, so I'm going to just go along. So I wanted to honor uh, Pastor Jurgen and Land for setting an amazing example. Um, and then also some men of this house, Jake and David and Daniel and Joel and Scott. These guys were all like really instrumental in my early, like, you know, you, you guys don't know it, but every time I'd come to prayer, I'd be like, today I'm going to stand next to Michael. I'm going to stand next to Jake. Now I'm going to stand next to David Macon, you know, like, like, how do they pray? You know, so I was just like soaking it all in. And, and I feel like it's been such, just such a blessing to me. So, uh, uh, the, it first started off about a year and a half ago. Um, I got a new, I got a BMW. Pastor Michael has a BMW, and we were just talking about our cars after men's prayer. And he said to me, he's like, hey, uh, you know, I have this sunshade on my car, and it's been stuck for a while, and it's kind of annoying. And he's like, would you pray for it? And I kind of thought, like, I guess so. You know, like, you know, like I don't know. Um, yeah, sure. I mean, he was asking me, and I, I know now, he wasn't asking me, like, you know, it was like a training opportunity, basically. I'm sure of it now, but he was like just going to see how I responded, I think. But I'm like, I'll go along with it. So uh, I didn't know this was a thing we pray about, but all right, I'm like, in Jesus' name, sunshade come down, you know, okay. And then, uh, and then he calls me 10 minutes later. He's like, you never believe it, the sunshade came down. And I'm like, oh, wow, it worked. That was awesome. Praise God. And it really started opening my mind like, uh, like, like a little child, like, what else can I pray for? What, what are some other things I can apply my faith towards that I hadn't thought about before? Okay, and so I started thinking um, uh, some other applications. So we, I heard Pastor Quacha speak one time, and she was about talking about, like, commanding clouds and stuff. And I thought, like, well, I don't know. I mean, my Baptist person here just thinks, like, that's a little weird. But uh, Emily and I were on a date. We were in La Jolla, and there was going to be a beautiful sunset. And we love watching the sunset, especially on dates. It's great. And there were some dark clouds. And, and I thought for a second, I'm like, those clouds are going to just cover up the sunset. Uh, and I thought, I'm going to, I'm going to, I heard Pastor Quacha say, like, I'm going to pray that those clouds stop. And then my poverty prayer mentality kicked in for a split second, you know, just a little, little whisper of the enemy, you know, uh, no, you know, God's, you don't want to use up one of your good prayers, you know, for, for the clouds, you know, <laughs> you know, so, but I, I was like, sure, I rebuked that instantly. And I'm like, no, no, God is a good God. God wants good things for me. The, the, the difficulty level of God to like stop some clouds from interfering with a sunset is like, you know, that's like nothing to God, right? So that's super easy. So uh, I just rebuked that in my mind, and I, and I said, okay, with the renewed confidence, I literally, I stood there on the bluffs of, of La Jolla Shores, and I drew a line with my finger. There's like people around, but I'm like, I'm like, I command you clouds to not pass over this line, and you will not interfere with my sunset in Jesus' name, okay? And, all right, the clouds, the clouds went, and then they, they went over the sunset, and then like the, it performed like a perfect arc, like as if there was a rainbow there and there was clouds all around, but the, we saw the sunset go down. It was, so, it was amazing. There was even a guy that sort of said, hey, did you see that? And I don't know, but that was like, I'm like, yeah, I saw that. That was really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was this other time Emily and I were on, on a date. We like to go on dates. Dating's important if you're married. And we were on this date and we were in a restaurant and, um, and there was this guy sitting in the booth right behind me and he was cussing a lot, like just part of his normal language. That's like just how he talked. And uh, he wasn't angry or anything, but it, it, it was bothering me. And I thought, dang it, you know what? This is like, this is bothering me. I'm on a day and I'm like, this is part of my territory. Like, what do you consider your territory, right? Wherever you go, that's your area. That's where God gave you responsibility over to, to steward, to take care of. How are you taking care of your territory? So I'm like, I don't like this, this guy cussing here. So I said, 
uh, uh, under my, like, very, very quietly, I whispered it. Emily didn't even hear me on the other side of the booth, but I'm like, okay, if there's a demonic thing going on here, they, they can't hear what's going on in my head, so I got to, like, say it, like, a little bit loud. So I'm like, I'm like, in Jesus' name, I command you, evil and foul spirit, to stop cussing. And, uh, and you know what? The guy stopped cussing. And I'm like, what? Yeah, I'm like, oh, that was awesome. Like, how many things have I not known what I could pray for? Like, that I didn't know that I, I didn't know that I had authority over, which is what I loved about seeing Tegan here today. Kids grow up not knowing. Like, they just think everything's possible. And they're in a house where we, we tell them, yes, it is possible. Yes, you can pray for those things. And so I'm just, I'm just so excited, excited about all that. Holy cow, a minute 47 left. We had some scriptures up here. I promise you there was scriptures for all that stuff. Okay, basically there's a whole bunch of Bible verses that say that, like, uh, basically ask in prayer, but you got to believe, right? You know, there's tons of Bible verses that say ask in prayer, but you got to believe, okay? The belief is different. And how you, what the things that, that, what I'm hoping that this does today is that it stretches your idea of what you thought was possible, okay? Because when you change what you think is possible, you'll start to believe that maybe it can actually happen, okay? So you have to first change your thinking before you can change what the outcome can be. So if you just go into it blindly, you know, then it's, it's less effective. But if you're, if you're confident and you have belief about it, okay? And so what I'm hoping is this just stretches you. Okay, um, I wanted to, uh, those are all my stories, but I wanted to uh, just share that, um, to encourage you to pray expectant in uncommon prayers. Um, what, what places you can find out how to do that is go to, go to men's or women's prayer, come join a connect group, and connect groups, connect groups are not, like, it's not necessarily a Bible study like I used to have in, where we're learning about, but we have plenty of opportunities to learn about the Bible it, through our church. Okay, this is time to connect with other people. It's time to connect with God. Connect groups are all about connecting you in prayer with God's heart. Okay, and that connect groups are a great place to do that. So uh, go join a connect group and be connected to God. Be, get into the presence of God and find out uh, what territory you can take. I want to end on this quote by Mike, uh, by Mike Connell, McConnell, who's an awesome guy. Um, and he says, a bored Christian is someone who is living a substandard spirit life. So let's think about that. Like, if you're a bored Christian, hey, maybe you're not engaged enough. So get in the game. All right, thank you. And we'd like to welcome up Carla. Wow, that was amazing. How do you, how do you follow that? Um, I just want to pray really quick. Um, Heavenly Father, Lord, I just thank you, Lord, for this opportunity. Lord, I pray that I may decrease in order for you to increase, Lord. Holy Spirit, Lord, speak to your people, Lord. Uh, in Jesus' name I pray, amen. amen. All right, so I just want to take this opportunity to just first honor Pastor Michael and Pastor Lisa just for allowing me to even speak on the stage. You know, it's such an honor for, for me to stand here and share my heart with you guys. And you guys are just one of the most amazing leaders, you know, you really know how to pull the, the gold out of people, you know, it's, it's just amazing what you guys have done in this place. So, um, thank you. Um, so kind of like Alan, I was, um, sitting here during worship and I totally did not prepare to speak, um, about this, but, um, it's totally not in my, in, in my notes, but I could sense the Holy Spirit telling me that, um, he 
he took me to this. I, I was watching people raise their hands during the, the Book of Miracles and, and people come alongside of them and just hold their hands up. You know, as they were raising their hand and believing for a miracle, I saw people all over just come up and, and hold their arms, you know, and believe with them for this miracle. And I thought, Lord, that exemplifies what Connect Group is. You know, there's... There's this, this story in, uh, in uh, Exodus where, where Moses, you know, God tells him, you know, as long as you hold your arms up, there will be victory. You know, and you see people come alongside of him as he began to, to just get tired. You know, they came alongside with him and they helped him hold his hands up, you know. And I think that's what Connect is, you know. And, and um, when I was asked to, to share my testimony about Connect Group, you know, it, I, I had to go back 24 years, you know. 24 years ago, um, I joined my first Connect Group. And I know Pastor Lisa mentioned that I have two daughters. And at the time, I was 17 years old. I had an eight-month-old daughter. And... I came into this church and I was, gosh, I was, I was broken. I was lost. I was a first generation Christian. I didn't know how to pray. I didn't know the difference between Genesis and Revelation. You know, I, I definitely had never even opened up my Bible. So um, I knew that Connect Group was important. I knew that I needed to get around people who were going to help me raise my girls, you know, who were going to, healthy marriages, who were going to teach me how to, you know, to, to live this abundant marriage. You know, I, I look to people who had walked ahead of us, you know, we, we were able to seek wise counsel. Um, and some of these people that, you know, they, they've been married for years and they kind of took me and my husband under the wing and, and they taught us how to pray, and they believed with us when we couldn't believe for ourselves. Um, so we knew we wanted something different for our girls, you know. Um, we, we wanted to make sure that we were able to raise them up in the house of God and um, just for them to have a, a different lifestyle than what we did. So um, we wanted to make Christ the center of our life. So just a few things that we learned, I think, from, from being in a connect group is we learned how to prophesy and declare scripture over our daughters. You know, we, we learned um, that it was never too early to begin to pray for their future husbands. You know, we learned about tithing. We, we, we learned um, that we should never stop dating one another. You know, um, connect group... Um, that's where we caught the vision to start our new company. You know, um, when we started to believe for a home, it was in Connect Group that we reached out to the people and, and they partnered with us and, and they believed with us for a house. And, you know, it, it, there was times when we literally had to borrow people's faiths, you know, and we were kind of like Moses, you know, we, we had, we were tired, we were weary. Um, we definitely didn't have the energy to believe for ourselves anymore. So we reached out to these amazing people and they held our arms up, you know, and, and, um, 
And that's exactly what Connect Group is. You know, the Bible talks about um, iron sharpens iron. You know, get around people who are going to sharpen you up. You know, there's tons of amazing Connect Group leaders here. You know, um, you're in good hands. You're in really good hands here. Um, in closing, though, I, I just want to leave you with uh, a scripture. It's Hebrews 10, 24 and 25. Um, Let's see. Discover creative ways to encourage others and to motivate them towards acts of compassion, doing beautiful works as expressions of love. This is not the time to pull away and neglect meeting together as some have formed the habit of doing. In fact, we should come together even more frequently, eager to encourage and urge each other onwards as we anticipate the day um, dawning. So let me encourage you. Don't neglect meeting with each other. If community was good enough for Jesus, community should be important to you as well. Um, and I think community is God's desire for us. So let me encourage you, if you're not already part of a connect group, don't leave without first signing up. We have a connect group table right outside that beautiful Joy and Jake took the opportunity to put together for us. Get out there, sign up. There's people that are, that are ready to link arms with you and hold your hands up when you've grown weary. Thank you. And now um, I want to introduce Joel McGinty to the stage. Thank you. Good morning. It's a pleasure to be here again. Um, and I, I just got to say, I, I'm grateful for this place. I'm grateful for leaders like Pastor Michael and Lisa and Jake and Joy who, who pastor or mentor or shepherd Connect leaders. And I'm grateful for the Connect leaders that we were under when we came in. And I'm, I'm grateful for those that are doing it now. Thank you. Thank you. And, and just to be able to, to hear from our brothers and sisters of faith that are their family. Um, I, didn't, I didn't ever have a church like this where, where I was able to hear from people that weren't senior pastors or on staff. Um, and to be able to hear, you're in a good place where you get to hear from people, their testimonies, what God is doing in their lives, how things change. Um, so I'm grateful for that. And I felt like God was saying to you leaders, Proverbs 22.4, it says, laying your life down in tender surrender before the Lord will bring life, prosperity, and honor as your reward. There's a reward for laying down your life and serving others. And we see it. I see it in your lives. So God bless you guys in that. Um, okay, so also, for those of you that don't know me, um, I'm Joel, and my wife, Elda, here, does worship. And we do, we, we are, we have a, a connect, um, and I like to pace the stage, so I'm just going to be going back and forth. It helps me. Um, we have a culture of connect. We came to Awaken as having led connect groups in the past and been at churches that had house groups, small groups, whatever you want to call them. And, and that was important to us. And so the focus that I'm kind of taking here is finding our family. This is where we found our belonging was in connect. And when we came here, it was important for us to find a our people, to find our tribe. We want this to be long-term. We don't want to just kind of step in and be like, well, that's cool. We went Sunday, 
See ya. You know, we want to be able to be in a place where we're getting shaped. We're doing life with everybody. And that's what we were looking for when we came to Awaken. And we came to several different campuses. And uh, East was our last campus uh, that we, were, we, we, we tasted. <laughs> uh, and it wasn't, it wasn't all of them. We didn't go to all of them. So we, we, we found something special here. Um, and there was a time where we were kind of like, oh, do we belong? Like, maybe we should go. We know some people at another campus. Maybe we should go there. And it was our connect that kept us here. It was those relationships. Uh, honestly, it was those relationships. In connect, you go through life. You go through the highs and the lows. And we had gone through, you go through, um, you bond in the struggle. You bond in the victories. And we'd, we'd walked through losses with people. You, you, you have a connection. When you're, there's something that happens when you're in a group and people lay their hands on you and they prophesy to you or they pray over you and you see that happen a couple days later or you see that answer and you come back next time and you have a victory report or a God story as we like to call them. And that changes things, that creates bonds and that creates family. And, and we call them connect groups but I want them to be connect families. That's my heart. You know, Sundays are great, but my window for Sunday is like this, to connect with people. And there's a place for Sunday mornings, um, but you unpack. You unpack and connect. Like my Sunday, I don't know about you guys, but my Sunday looks like this. I get up, I get the kids, I throw them in the car, I come over here, I run over to kids' church, I have the iPad, one kid's under my arm, I'm typing in my number, stick out the stickers, put them in, get them into the service, and then I come into here and I worship, and then it's... I, service is over, second service is starting, take off my shirt, put on a kid's shirt, go back to kid's church, do kid's church, come out of kid's church. It's like, oh, hey, 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 nice to see you, nice to see you, I'm doing good, great, cool. Get a coffee from Shepherd's Coffee. Get a kid, one of them's asleep, throw him in the van, close the door, drive home. We have lunch. That's Sunday. <laughs> That's Sunday for a lot of us, for a lot of us. And then we go maybe take a nap afterwards. But what, what, what Sunday is, don't drink coffee before you speak. I'm like, <laughs> Sunday's concentration, like that, it's a concentrated moment. And, and you get breakthrough on Sunday, but you walk out that breakthrough and connect. So, so if you feel, if you feel overlooked, like we did when we came to Awaken, and you feel alone, and you're walking life alone, the quickest remedy for that is to get into a connect group. It allows you to take your mask off. It allows you to be real. It allows you to be honest. It allows you to, to you're going to find people that will pour into you and will speak life over you, and you'll want to be around them, and, they'll, and they'll, they'll feed you. And then you'll find, over time, that there'll be someone else that comes along that you're that person for. And that's family. That's when it becomes family. That's when you start putting roots down. And you know, when we first came, our first connect, we're still tied to those people. You know, the Isaacs were our connect leaders and the Walters then took, took that, that group. And we're still connected to them. And we're still, like, we're not in that group anymore, but we're still connected to them. They're family to us. And, I th and that's true. I'm hearing it from everyone else, that that's what happens. You go 15 years, you can go across the country into another state and another church, and you're still connected to those people that you started life with. 
it's really important. There's, um, there's a verse that kind of summarizes this for me, and it's Psalm 34, 8. And it says, taste and see that the Lord is good. And blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. That's what Connect is. We're taking refuge in the Lord together. It's a taste and see. It's an experience. Sunday, we, we learn something. On Connect, you experience it. You walk it out. It's, it's experiential. It's a, it's a, you see those gifts. You see, sometimes you come up for prayer and you get words over your life. And then you share that with your family and connect. And there's, there's power in that. There's power in that. If you need a place to belong, it starts and connect. You get launched from connect. You'll get launched into the next move of God. I promise you this. In this city, through your connect group. You'll, you'll be able to present your request to them. You'll be able to, to put things out. You'll be able to speak things out. You'll have people join with you in faith and speak those things out. And you'll watch it transform not just the church life, but your work life your family life, it goes beyond, it goes beyond the group. And this is, this is where it becomes like everyday living. This is where your life's story takes on God's story and we're launched out into the future. Um, and so my heart for Connect, my heart for Connect is that it becomes a place for, for alteration. It becomes a place where Jesus tailors us to look like him. It becomes a place where, where we we encounter God's presence in a transformative way. And so one of my favorite things is, and I want to do more of this, is um, I, just a quick story, is that our last connect, we did a, a prophetic activation. Um, and, and what that looks like, what's that look like? That looks like this for us. Um, we have a bunch of people that, are, that were there, maybe like 10, from different levels and experience with this. And so we, we wanted to do something simple, but everyone could play. Everyone had a, a, a thing to, to offer. And so we took our names on a piece of paper, wrote our names, folded it in half, gave it to me. And I, I got them all and I wrote like one, two, three, four on, on the backside. And then I, I threw it out in the middle of the table and said, okay, number one, who just asked the Holy Spirit, what is he saying to number one? And everyone had a card and wrote number one, what was it, what was it they were hearing? And we said, it, it doesn't need to look, you know, it can look very different for you. If you don't have an experience with this, we kind of set some, some uh, guidelines, but it could be a picture, it could be an image, sometimes it's a thought or it's a scripture verse. Yeah. Write it down. And when we got them all done, we were done with that. We had two minutes, because we were like, you know, don't go writing five paragraphs about uh, someone. And so two minutes per person. And then when it was done, we said, okay, number one was Elda, who what did you all write? We went on the circle. This is what I wrote for number one. And we were able to say, wow, look, <laughs> I, I, I had no idea who that was. And 98% and of those words applied. And they were specific. Some of them were really specific. And we had husbands prophesying over wives and wives prophesying over husbands. And at some point you prophesied over yourself. You heard God's heart for you without knowing that it was you. And so it was, a, it was a real practical way. That's what that can look like. It doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be sophisticated in that, in that sense or theologically like, you know, complex. It's simple. God wants to talk to you. He wants to meet with you. And we found that God meets us in connect. So I, I, I want to say, um, there's kind of some Holy Spirit interruptions going on here. Um, 
this morning with, with each of us. And I felt like the, the Holy Spirit was saying um, to somebody here, um, and I don't, I don't know who it is, but I just want to say this real quick, is that if this is you, please come up and, and get prayer. But um, that there's someone here that has been a leader in the past and needs to be seen, but feels disconnected. And that the Holy Spirit is saying, um, I will tend to you. I will tend to you. And, I, and I, I'm not going to say, like, you know, join a connect and everything will change, but that's a start. It's a start to being seen. In connect, you get seen and you see others. And there's something, there's something, there's a key to, um, to seeing others that will allow you to heal. So if that's for you, we'll pray a blessing on you on that. Um, and Pastor Michael, I invite you to come up. Thank you. Why don't we all stand up real quick? Such a, such a beautiful experience here. Can we give it up for our speakers again? Alan, what can't you pray for? Call up, lift each other up. Joel, powerful words, operating in the prophetic and leading. And, and actually, that's something that I wanted to highlight real quick. What you saw up here is, is speakers that came up, and they, they had something prepared. They had something that God had put on their heart, a, a, an idea, a theme, some, some words that they want to share, scriptures. But... Um, What's maybe different about this church than, that you won't find perhaps in, in many other churches is the opportunity to allow God to move in a dynamic way. So you saw each of them get up here with something prepared, a message to share, but then allow the Holy Spirit to speak to them too. Like it wasn't so structured or rigid that they are closed off that, that they couldn't allow God to move. And what they just demonstrated is exactly what we want for each and every one of us, each and every one of you here today. Like, yeah, like we come to church to be a part of a community. We come to church to, to hear amazing worship. We come to church to, to uh, experience. And, and like Joel said, get, get that breakthrough. But then connect group is how you walk it out. Connect group is how you live out your life. Life, how you live out that breakthrough. And what my encouragement for you today and my prayer for you today is that as you walk out life, like, yes, absolutely have a plan, have a theme for your life. Ask God, you know, what you're supposed to do in life, what you're supposed to do day by day, but allow him to speak to you along the way. Don't, don't just make a plan and be closed off and rigid and say, no, nope, this is what I heard that one time 20 years ago and I'm sticking to it. God still speaks, you know, God spoke in his word and he's still speaking today, each and every day, every single day day, God's mercies are renewed. What are, what are his mercies that are being renewed for you today? What is, what is your life experience today? What is God showing you today? Just in worship, these amazing speakers, they, they got a download, they got a word and they, they knew they had to share it. They knew they had to, to deliver that message, what God was saying right in that moment. Well, what is God saying to you right now? What is God saying to you right now? So we're going we're gonna to close. We're going to pray. And, um, and I want you to ask God, you know, what is, what is his word for you today? Maybe you pulled some, some gold nuggets out of those messages like I did. Maybe God spoke to you in a specific way about what's your, what's your path forward from here. Maybe you're facing a big challenge. Maybe you've got something in your life and, and you, just, you just heard something. You know what? What Carla said, I need people to lift up my arms. I need to get around people, like realize that I, I don't have to do this battle alone. I don't 
have to do it by myself. Maybe what Joel said, like you, you've got, um, you, like you need to, to be around somebody who's speaking life over you. Like maybe you, in your world right now, there's only people who are speaking negative things. Maybe, maybe growing up, you had parents that said, oh, you're never going to amount to anything or, or teachers or whoever that, that, that didn't really encourage you the way they should have. Get around people who are going to encourage you. Get around people who are going to lift you up. And, and like Alan said, pray, pray, pray about the small stuff. Pray about a, a sunshade, pray about a sunset, pray about whatever God puts into your life, whatever he brings up, pray about it, pray about it. There's nothing too small for God to answer and there's nothing too big that he can't handle. Amen. So let's do this. We're going to pray right now. And, uh, and, and if, if you're in a moment and you're in a place right now where you, you know, you need an answer, just open up your heart, open up your life open up your mind and let God flow into you. And also I want to pray for you right now. If you've never, if you've never made the most important connection in your life, the most important decision that you'll ever make is to, is to get to connected to Jesus, to allow him to come into your life, make him Lord of your life. He, he wants to have a relationship with you. It's God's design that you, each one of us, would be in relationship with his son, Jesus Christ. Because the Bible says there's no way, no way to get to God except through Jesus. And more than anything else in this world, God wants us to be in relationship with him. So right now, if that's you, with all, all head bowed and all eyes closed, if you've never made that connection, the connection to your heavenly father, if you've never accepted Jesus Christ and your Lord and Savior, w- would you let me pray for you? And I'm not going to bring you down front or embarrass you, but, but I do want to know who you are. So if that's you right now, would you lift up your hand? I'd love to pray with you. Love to pray with you. Anybody here today never made that, that connection and you want to, you want to get connected to your heavenly father. You want to declare that heaven is your home. God is your father. Anybody like that today? Never made that connection. Good. Everybody here is, knows where they're going, knows who they're connected to. Anybody else? All right, let's do this. Just uh, lift up your hands right now. Start to start to pray. Start to declare over your life what the promises of God. God, I thank you for everyone here today. I thank you that you've established a relationship, the connection with each one of us, that you have specific plans and purposes for us, God, that you have a life that you've mapped out for us. And God, we thank you that we will live every moment of that. We will walk in your ways. We will walk in your goodness, God. Right now, I declare that, that, that each and every problem that we're facing right now, God, that you're bringing solutions. You're bringing answers. You're bringing change. God, I thank you that you put people around us in our world to help us, to encourage us, to lead us along that path. God, I thank you right now for all the connections that are being established, the relationships that are happening right now. God, I pray over each and every one of us that your blessing, your favor is with us. God, that as we walk out our life, that we don't have to do it alone, that we have people coming alongside us, mighty men and women of God, and and people that that you've put into our path to help us along the way. God, I thank you that we rely on them. We trust them, but ultimately we trust you. We know that it's it's your best interest for us to keep moving for us, for us to grow, for us to expand, to increase. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you for relationships. I thank you for an abundance of them. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our locations, team, and what we do here at Awakened Church, go to awakenedchurch.com.